Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Dogwood Media Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Harris. And in today's episode, we'll be talking about three tips for showing up on Google with my guest, Lauren Cumby. Hi, and welcome to the Dogwood Media Solutions Podcast. My name is Brian Harris. I'm the owner of Dogwood Media Solutions. And today on our podcast is Lauren Cumby, one of our staff. Um, she'll also, you'll be hearing her voice in the future more often. Uh, she'll be serving as a host when I'm not here. And so she'll be doing that along with being the guest on some occasions. But um, a lot of things we're going to be talking about are the blog posts that we write about, using those as a subject matter to kind of go a little bit more in depth. And so people who write the blog post the most are myself, Lauren, and Beth. And so they'll probably be the main three you'll be hearing from on a regular basis. Uh, but we do have several other podcasts in line of some of other staff here at Dogwood that they'll get to come in and participate in also, too. So it won't be just the three of us. We'll keep it nice and interesting. Lots of different subject matter that we'll be touching on each week. Um, so, Lauren, uh, thanks for joining me for the first episode of Dogwood Media Solutions Podcast. Yeah, I'm excited. This is something you're a big podcast listener. So this is something that you've really always wanted to do. And so finally, we have this editing suite to finally do a podcast in. Yeah, that's really exciting. We've been talking about it. I mean, I've almost been at Dogwood for four years, and I feel like we've been talking about this since day one. So this is exciting. Yeah, and that kind of touches into the next thing I was going to talk about, you know, how we met. You know, we've known each other for, I guess, about a little over five years now. Uh, I worked at the Alabama Baptist State Board of Missions, was a state missionary there uh, doing digital marketing. And when I started uh, Harris Media Solutions and took it full time, uh, they became one of my clients. And so Lauren was at the State Board of Missions uh, after I was there. So when I left, uh, I think, did we overlap? I don't think we overlapped any. No, uh, I came in in 2018. Okay, and I'd already left in February of 2017 was when I went full-time uh, with my company. And so Lauren came in afterwards, but I met her through uh, Scooter. Scooter was the youth ministry strategist at the State Board of Missions, and he met Lauren through Super Summer Alabama and had brought her in. And so Lauren, being the young person, was helping him doing a lot more marketing, and uh, she just reached out and was very teachable, I would say. And that's what I liked about her because like, when someone's willing to ask, like, how do I do this? Is there any way, anything I can be doing to make your job easier? I was like, okay. So I, I started giving Lauren more responsibilities than other people did uh, in the building, like with social media. And um, and so when it came time for Dogwood to go into its next phase, I'd already brought uh, Thomas Jones in helping out. And then we merged the businesses. And, and so we knew we needed help with social media because I couldn't handle it all myself. And the first person I thought of was Lauren. Um, do you remember the email I sent Chris? Uh, Chris Mills was one of the associates, or still is one of the associates at the State Board of Missions. And I don't think I knew that you emailed Chris, but I knew that you you and I were talking, and Chris Chris and I were talking one day, and he said, you need to respond to Brian and tell him that uh, your email, Lauren at Dogwood Media Solutions, sounds better than L House at <laughs> Alsbaum or whatever. And uh, That was my underhanded attempt to see if Lauren would be interested in joining Yeah, because well, you responded, and you, you said, I'm working on it. And I yep. was like, oh. I literally was. I was like, if I can grow the business and get to the point where I need to bring someone in, you're the first person I wanted to talk to. And I, I lived up to my word. Oh, I'm honored. Yeah. Well, four years later, you're, you're still here. So you must like it somewhat, I guess, to yeah. stick around with me. So uh, now, now I really appreciate it. Uh, Lauren does a lot of work for us. And um, she's her role has changed tremendously over the past four years as Dogwood has grown. Her role has changed. And of course, when she first came in, she was it. She was handling all the social media. So she was literally managing the social media. She was the social media manager. And the next position was when we changed up our titles because we started bringing in additional people. And Beth, we talked about her, will be joining us. And she came in and later Emily. Uh, and so everyone became digital media specialist. 
And then the next title was Senior Digital Media Specialist because we realized we need to have someone to rule all the digital media specialists. <laughs> yeah, so it's like when you're <laughs> gathering power. And so Lauren took over that. And then just most recently, uh, we've shifted a lot of things around again. Uh, just as we're continuing to grow, we have uh, four people on the marketing strategy team. Now, what we call, they're not digital media specialists anymore. They're marketing strategists. And there's a total of five, actually, if you include yourself. Yep. Um, and so uh, Beth shifted to being SEO specialist, and we have three other different people. Uh, each one has a different focus that they primarily work on. They, work, of course, work with all of our clients. Uh, but our our big three that we work on at Dogwood are our nonprofits, our religious institutions, and our education. And so each one of them kind of has a little bit of a specialty. We're kind of evolving that a little bit because we still have a lot of businesses that don't necessarily fit this three care, uh, like silos, I guess you could call them. Um, but they're still important to us. And so we still work with them. And so those folks are kind of evolving in that way. And so we knew we needed to move Lauren into the next uh, iteration of her role where she's the primary contact for the clients that, you know, basically over, over all of our folks, because she's got the most experience. And then she's working primarily with some of our clients that are very content driven or ad space driven. And, and so she stays pretty busy. And then she's helping me a ton too, uh, because I'll, she does a lot of things for like proposals and helping me with that and just meeting with clients when I can't necessarily always be there. Cause it's hard sometimes when you're, you get pulled in multiple directions. And so it's, it's great to have Lauren there helping that. That would be personally with that. So yeah, that, um, and, and other responsibilities as assigned <laughs> by your, your, yeah, that it changes that. like, <laughs> all right, well, Hey, can you send out these Christmas card invitations or Christmas cards or right, uh, right. You know, just different things like that? Or there's always a uh, changing as, as a go, but today kind of getting more into the actual subject, what we want to talk about, we wanted to talk about, uh, three tips for showing up on Google. And this is something that Lawrence became an expert in. And so she wrote a blog post about it. And so we're just going to kind of go into that a little bit more in depth. Um, the first tip you had on there on your blog post you wrote was about claiming uh, your Google business listing. So I'll kind of let you tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So the way this kind of got started was um, my husband and a good friend of ours um, actually run a dog training business here in town. Um, and I, because I'm in the field that I am, I just pay attention a lot to where they're showing up and how they're doing on social media and that kind of thing. They're not our clients or anything, but because I, you know, am a caring wife, I care about my husband's business. So I was finding some things and I was like, Hey guys, like y'all aren't showing up on Google like at all, which for them right now, isn't a big deal because they've got the word to mouth situation mm -hmm. going on. But I was like, at some point, that's going to be a, a big problem. And so she asked me what she could do that wouldn't cost a ton of money, but that would help them to just get their name out there a little bit more, especially on Google. Um, and so the first thing that I told her was that she needed to claim her business. And um, she said that she had already tried to do that, but that it wasn't showing up and she didn't know what she was doing wrong and all that kind of good stuff. Um, but that is like one of the biggest things that people don't realize that they need to do is claim their business because it's kind of one of those processes that, I mean, you know, as well as I do that you've got to tell them where you are. They've got to send you the postcard. You've got to tell them, yes, I got the postcard. I really am a real person and a real business, all that kind of good stuff. And people just don't know that they need to do that. And I mean, how often do we say, you know, hairstylist near me or, mm -hmm. you know, in those little searches are the ones that come up, the ones that have the map and the business listings. And if you don't have one of those and you're not going to show up for those. And I mean, that's where most of us go to find the places near us that are doing the services we need. And yeah, that was going to be my first question, like the process for, for getting that. Of course, I know it, but I feel like some of our listeners might know it. You kind of touched on it with the postcard 
Uh, it was that the main thing that the best way that people can request to claim their listing is by getting the postcard sent to them? Yeah, I mean, it, you can do it in a couple different ways. The postcard is the the way that they like will send it to your actual physical address. But I've had people ask me like, well, what if I don't have a physical address? And you can use a P.O. box. It doesn't have to be a like your business has a building kind of situation. Um, and then once you actually have your Google business listing claimed, you can go in and tell them what information you want them to show. So you don't have to show that P.O. box. They just need a physical location to send that postcard to to be able to verify that like you are a real business and a real person and that kind of thing. And of course you can set up multiple people to be able to access that business mm -hmm. listing too. And so I know we've had that occasion just because we're an agency where we have control of someone else's listing, but there might be other people that are part of the ownership of that too. And that's one of the great things about that. I know one of the stories with Dogwood, just because we've moved recently, uh, we're still trying to get our Google My Business listing taken care of because of the postcard issue, because our, ours being a brand new building, we didn't have a post office box. And so we had to go through that process and we're still doing that with Google right now to get our address moved from our previous address over to this. And so to say it's an easy process, it's not uh, even us, you know, this is the kind of thing we do on a daily basis are still having to have deal with issues with that, with Google having to get that, uh, that postcard over and getting their address verified so they can move our location because it's even important for us. You know, we're not a, we're not selling a physical product, but still when our clients want to come meet with us, we want to make sure that they can find us and, of course, our address not existing doesn't help either, too. So you know, we do have a P.O. box, like you mentioned, too, which is another pro thing that will help us a lot, a lot on that also, too. So the next piece you mentioned was uh, going in and creating an SEO strategy. And and I know this is kind of things that we always tell people when we talk about SEO. We always bring Beth into it because Beth became such an expert in, in knowing how to do SEO. And just the things she knows about SEO just surprised me on a regular basis because oh, – yeah. It's, it's amazing. Like she'll just, she'll start going in details. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> She's a superhero. I yeah, mean, she we, really is. We told her what, two years ago that we needed her to like take that on and be the expert. And she like, she took that seriously. She is the expert. Well, she was writing already. And so we started talking and I, I remember this process. We're like, we need you to like, think about SEO when you're writing these things. She was like, okay, I'll, I'll research it. And I remember it always being an interest to her because uh, when Thomas was here, she'd always like pick his brain. Like, how can I write this better for SEO? And so she just took it on herself. She got all the certifications and she is by far probably the most knowledgeable person I know uh, when it comes to SEO. And it's great that we have her on our staff and we're able to have her help, helping to work with our clients. And of course, she'll be on several episodes and, uh, and you'll talk about that a little bit later on too, about uh, that topic coming up of her. But go into talk about the SEO strategy here. Yeah, so SEO is uh, search engine optimization. And basically, it's the way that we build websites, post content, that kind of thing. So that Google sees our site, reads it well, and is able to then take that information and show it to the people that need to see it on Google when they're doing searches. So one of the ways that you can optimize your website for SEO and um, just make yourself easy to find on Google is to update your content regularly with keywords that you feel like people are going to search for to find your business. Um, Beth talks a lot about creating a SEO blogging strategy just because that's one of the easiest ways to update your content regularly. Um, and so basically what, what you do in that situation is you kind of sit down and brainstorm those keywords and try to think of what are, what are the things that people are going to be looking for. So in the situation with the dog training, you know, you might be looking for basic obedience or, you know, new new puppy training tips or uh i mean just training near me those kind of things um even the our blog post that we do for dogwood mm -hmm. are very specific in seo and how we 
put those at mm-hmm. and how they affect our Google listings too. Um, so go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Um, and there, I know that Beth will talk about all these things a lot more in detail as we get going, but there's short term keywords, there's long tail keywords. There's a million different ways that you can kind of put those words into your content um, to help you show up on Google. But that first step is kind of coming up with those keywords that work for you. Um, And then to start writing content. I mean, think about those keywords, think about the content that would come from those, and then just start writing. Um, I know that there are people that say that they're not good writers, I'm not good at this. I promise you, if you just like Google text talk your thoughts about a certain topic, you can go in and clean it up later. You can use Grammarly and make it sound pretty, all that kind of good stuff. But it's so much better to have good quality content because you know your information better than anybody else. So start writing that content and then optimizing your blogs, which basically there's a lot of different things that go into optimizing blogs. But the the big ones, um, of course, are making sure that you verify that keyword because Google doesn't know what your keyword is if you don't tell them what your keyword is. Um, and then making sure that it's in your title, make sure that it's in the first paragraph of your your blog, make sure that it's in at least one of your headings farther down. Um, and then just making sure that there's there's external links and internal links. We like to use Rank Math. Um, it's the plugin that we use to kind of help us go through those steps and just not forget one. At this point, Beth and Brian and I, when we write, you, we can pretty much plug it in and get a pretty good score without having to look at any of the tips because you just get used to it over time. But for somebody first starting out uh, and a plugin like that is really helpful because it gives you the list of, Hey, your keyword isn't in here enough times, or, you know, your um, URL is too long or whatever it might be. Um, so it helps you to do all of that optimize optimizing, um, And that's just a really great way to go ahead and update your content regularly and get those keywords out there. Um, And SEO is not a quick, easy fix, but it is the long-term solution for making sure that you stay relevant on search engines. That's important to mention that too, that SEO is a long-term strategy. You can't just go in and go, oh, I'm going to put a little bit of SEO work into this month and then expect 12 months later to be like, all right, I should have tripled my business. And just because I wrote one blog post, it's a Google wants to see consistency across the board. And it's not just posting once a month or, or going after specific keywords. It wants to see consistency across the board of writing regular content, putting things in their focus. It makes sense also too. He doesn't want you just to grab a keyword. It doesn't make sense for who you are. Like, like you mentioned five freckle canine, uh, the things that deal with dog walks, dogs make sense because mm-hmm. that's who they are. Um, and so having consistency and how they've done that too. Yeah. And for them, this specific, this tip specifically made a lot of sense because they're already doing blog writing. Mm-hmm. She just didn't know that SEO was even a thing. So if it's something she's already doing, I mean, she can definitely go in there and make the tweaks that need to be made. Mm-hmm. And it's an easy, I mean, adds 10 minutes to your blog publishing timeline. And then you've done something good for your site, something good for your business. And it's just a win-win all around. And we talk about multiple purposes in blog writing all the time, too, because it becomes social media content that you can share. It's also just a way to resource your clients and tell them, one, here's I'm actually an expert in this. Mm-hmm. We talk about that all the time with Dogwood. The people will ask us, why do you give away all these things? Why are we talking about this right now? It's not to give it away. It's to show you that, hey, we actually know what we're talking about. Uh, let us demonstrate how we know what we're talking about. If it's something you can benefit from, great. If it's something that we can uh, be able to turn over and give to someone else, uh, 
great too. So um, that's just the little things in, in blog writing that we like to be able to do. I know we, we're running close to time because our goal on this podcast, if we didn't mention it, is to try to keep this between 15 and 20 minutes. Um, so we, we will talk about our last tip on Google, and that's about buying uh, Google search ads. Uh, that was our last tip that we wanted to give out today. So uh, I'll let you go jump right into that one. Yeah. So this is a big part of my job now. Um, it was not four years ago when I got started with all of this, but it definitely is now. I spend hours in Google every week now um, just updating ads and creating new ads and that kind of thing for our clients and for ourselves. Um, but if you're looking for that quick Easy fix for showing up on Google search ads is the way to go. Um, there are billions of searches that go out every single day. And so people are on Google, they're searching. And so you want to show up for those things. And uh, buying those ads is just a really surefire way to show up on those pages. You might not show up every single time somebody searches, uh, but you will show up more times than not. And so it's just one way to like kind of quick... It's a quick fix. I call to, it a shortcut. Yeah. It's, it's, SEO is the long way. It's, it's the long mm -hmm. earn, the one that's harder to earn and takes a little more time. Google ads are the quick way to make sure you show up at the top of the page. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Google ads are so easy to jump into because they're, despite the fact that Google and Facebook all want us to spend all of our money there, uh, <laughs> there's no minimum for Google ads. I mean, you can spend as little as $5 a day if you want to, um, and that'll still get your name out there at least a little bit. So, I mean, it's just such an easy way to jump in and start advertising yourself with a, when you're budget, budget conscious. And you know, as your business grows, if you can throw thousands of dollars at it awesome but if you have we've seen people get lots of great oh, yeah. returns off of that and in fact we'll talk a little bit about that i'm sure in some future blog posts about specific goals when it comes to google ads and how you can use those to be able to reach your audience and of course i mentioned that at the top of the page you're not guaranteed top of the page even when you pay for it right. um you can pay a lot of money and guarantee yourself at the top of the page but google kind of gives you those those estimates when you're working with Google and they can tell you, here's how much like for specific keywords that we need to be able to budget to reach that. And also how many times a day you could reach top of page based on that search too, because just because you bought it one time doesn't mean you're going to be able to show up there constantly throughout the day. And we've had clients before. They're like, why am I not showing up? Number one. And it's like, well, stop searching for yourself. You're, you're ruining it. Stop spending your own money. <laughs> you're, you're spending your own money. And when you don't click on it, you're actually telling them that your ad's not relevant. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you're, you're hurting yourself just by doing that. And honestly, I mean, just from a personal standpoint, like I very rarely click on like the number one spot because mm -hmm. something to me about like a business being such a try hard, like, like trying. <laughs> they they to, really want this. Yeah. yeah. Like it just, I don't know. Maybe that's a weird thing. And I'm the only person that does that. But like, I'm usually like a two, three spot, like click clicker. So. Well, Sometimes like I'll be searching for something that I've already bought or and I'm trying to remember to get to it and I'll see an ad pop up for theirs and I'm like, I'm not going to click on their ad because I don't want to charge them money because <laughs> <laughs> I know like, okay, I know it's going to cost some money and I really want their ads to stop showing for me also right. too. I'm already a client. I'm just going to like bypass that and be nice and right. not, not cause my own price that I'm paying for the service to increase right. because of that. But I, I know That's not so everyone funny. else is thinking about that. But Those are, that is definitely something that only we only notice. marketing people would ever <laughs> think about that. But so yeah, it, so one of the things, if you do search yourself, you probably should click on it <laughs> if you want to show more often. But I know we, we promised you 15 to 20 minutes. I know we're getting close to that. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it today. I hope these three tips are, are useful to you. If you want to read more specifically about what Lauren said, you can always visit dogwoodmediasolutions.com. Click on the blog. You'll be able to find all of our information that we put out there. We're generally putting out between three and four blog posts a month uh, on there. Uh, hopefully, we'll help you to uh, 
just to get some information and kind of see what we know and also be able to find tips, things that you could apply to yourself also to also to connect with us on social media, dogwoodmediasolutions.com. That's the best place to go. You'll find links, to all of our social media there. Lauren, well, thank you for being here, being my first guest. And I want to wish you luck in hosting the next episode. In fact, do you want to go ahead and tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah. So me and Beth will be with y'all next week. We're going to be talking more about SEO, um, but we're going to talk about SEO versus SEM and what that means, what those letters mean, because there's tons of acronyms. And so Beth is going to prove to you just how much of an expert she is. Well, I'm excited to hear that. I won't be here to listen. I mean, I will listen to the podcast. I won't be here when y'all actually record it. So I'll get to be the bystander in episode two, which is kind of nice. So uh, definitely remind you, if you haven't already subscribed to our podcast, if you like what we're doing, we want you to go ahead and subscribe and follow us and uh, be able to get notifications every time we issue a new podcast. Right now, our plan is to put this out twice a month. Uh, We have a a schedule we're working on. We've got podcasts already planned for the entire year and hope that you'll stick around and, and hear us. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us here on the Dogwood Media Solutions Podcast.